Hi everyone, welcome back to the tiny room. Uh, I'm still ever so slightly sick. My name is Michael. I'm your co-host for Michael and Benjamin's podcast. I'm here with the other co-host, Benjamin. Nailed it. The co-host with a better immune system who doesn't get sick nearly as much. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. I just don't record on those. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've got a sniffle, so there's going to be sniffling and coughing. I do apologise. If you're into that kind of thing, drop us a comment. Let us know if you'd like to keep it up, because we're not going to do it. ASMR thing. ASMR. That's what I said. Uh, But with sniffles. I'm just going to sniffle into the mic, and people are going to get a thrill. Yeah. What do you think of an ASMR podcast based on comics? Let us know what you think. Oh, there's a... Is, this, is that being picked up? I don't know. It's got some... Those, those were tiny little butterflies that just came into the... Uh, came into the tiny little room. Stop it. So, um, um, <laughs> we have never been accused of being a particularly professional or well-planned podcast. Thank God but that. Do you think that it would be fair to say that this week is probably going to be our most ramshackle edition? <laughs> I think it's almost destined to be our most ramshackle. Um, yeah, no, I think this... There is a term in the English language for just such an occasion, Michael. It's called off the cuff. Off the cuff. I do believe we are off the cuff, off the suit, off the tails, off the everything. So let's give a little bit of backstory. Yeah. Um, The backstory is that Benjamin is... That's him over there. He is planning on resigning from his current job and taking up new employment in the world of crocodile husbandry. And he will be moving to Australia where there are lots of crocodiles, as you know, and he needed to go and have a look. That's not true, is it? Uh, no, no that's, that's not exactly true. I, I did take up crocodile husbandry. That was that that was the aim. But uh, I decided to pitch my, my wares in... Um, uh, where did I go? Prague, <laughs> Vienna and Budapest. Sadly... What no one told me before going was is that there's very few crocodiles yeah. in those three places. Very few. Zoos, mostly. And they don't let you pass the bars? No. The occasional sewer system. No takers. No. Uh, sewer crocodiles are hard to please. Long story short, Ben, you've been on holiday. I have, yeah. I was on holiday. <laughs> that's, that's what happened. Yeah. I was on a nine-day holiday around Eastern European states. Central European Sorry, Central European states. Yeah. So I get lost so often. Yeah, a lot of those countries don't like being called Eastern Europe. Apologies to uh, Austria, pra- or Czech Republic, and uh, Hungary then. You were in Hungary? I was, I was in Budapest. Oh. Um, um, I don't know if Hungary has a problem. I think they might consider themselves Central European. Welcome to the Poor Geography Knowledge Podcast. Where Ben is our reigning champion every week of the year. So Ben, you chose possibly the worst week of the entire year from a podcasting perspective to go on holiday. Thanks for reminding me and rubbing my face in it yet again. So we've come up with a conceit. Uh And our conceit this week is going to be reviews of a thing by a man who hasn't seen that thing. Ben's blind reviews. Yeah. Uh, We could probably do a nice little graphic for that. uh, Yeah, definitely. Uh, But we'll start with something which you have seen, though. Yes. Did you see the Deadpool trailer? The Deadpool trailer, I did, but I remember very little of it, so you're going to have to help me out. All right, I'll do a summary. Uh, It's Deadpool. Yes. And he's painting a painting. Oh, as Bob Ross. As Bob Ross. As Bob Ross. Ben, can I ask you a question? It's kind of a bit facetious. Okay. Because I I actually know the answer, but for the sake of the podcast, would you tell me who Bob Ross... Who even is Bob Ross? Who even is Bob Ross? Bob Ross is famous for... In America. In, in America, for one particular thing. And those are happy little trees. <laughs> happy little trees. And we're just going to take some pain. I'm going to put it over there for happy little trees. It's funnily enough, we started this podcast with an ASMR reference. He is huge in the ASMR community. Is he? Because he speaks so softly. Oh. And he has such a nice, generic American accent. It's very soothing uh, to listen to. And all the brush strokes are picked up on the mic. He was a famous painter in America... Like not, Van Gogh. No, not of the same caliber. Um, oh. He was a painting teacher, might ah. be a better way of putting it. And he had a series... You know what they say, Ben? If you can't do... Teach. Teach. That says a lot about us. Um, and our ability to speak English. Um, so, um, <laughs> yeah. He had a series on PBS. PBS? Uh, the Public Broadcasting... Service? Service, thank you, in System? America. Service. Uh, which also had Mr. Rogers. Um, but... He taught people how to paint. 
at an amateur level um, and each week he would show you a technique for a different style of landscape painting um, occasionally some bushes yes. uh, occasionally some happy trees mm. happy little trees um, and he taught you to paint with a minimum of fuss. experience oh. and, uh, fuss and equipment um, he just and he was he famously I think he battled with depression I think he, he also no he's an advocate for that as well but he used painting to advocate for depression no no against sorry, but no for like Healing through art. We're going to say art ah, therapy. There we go. One of those people. And um, is he a dead man now, or is he I'm, alive? I'm, I'm afraid he is. I'm afraid he he passed away. Um, but yes, he's famous for his big bushy afro, not his big bushy beard. <laughs> Great I'm afraid. big bushy beard. Um, so he's America's equivalent of Don Conroy. Oh God, I think that I think that's doing the man a disservice. Don Conroy. No. What's wrong with Bob Don Conroy? Oh, come on. Don Conroy was great. He'd teach you how to draw an owl. Yeah, if you're in... No, no. I drew many an owl. Yeah, but look at you now. You're doing a podcast. You're not drawing owls for a living, are you? But... Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Conroy. (laughs) You led me up the wrong path. So, (laughs) it's an American thing, though, isn't it? People who aren't American don't know. We don't know him as well, no. But that's who he's parodying in the trailer. So, it's a very American-centric trailer, I suppose. Yeah, in a lot of ways. I mean, it's still amusing. Oh, it's very funny, because it's him in full Deadpool regalia. Yeah. Um, with a big afro, very little and a revealed. Shirt. Very little revealed about the movie. No, it's done through snap, uh, flat flashes, isn't it? It's done yeah, through that type of smash editing. Yes, yeah, smash, smash cuts. editing, smash cuts. Um, but I think they're following very much in the spirit of the original marketing campaign because it did so well. Mm. Um, I'm curious as to how it's going to turn out because him and the director parted ways. Yeah, they had a bit, a bit of a tiff. Bit of a tiff. Tim Miller. There's what. Direct. Uh, I think Tim Miller wanted it to be bigger, better, grander, and ah. Ryan Reynolds wanted it to stay cheap and cheerful low key. and low key. Yeah, because that's what works with Deadpool. Well, you were in the in the Ryan Reynolds camp. I am. Well, no, I am based on my experience of the comic. Mm-hmm. The problem I have with the comic currently mm-hmm. is that he's in everything now. Yeah, well, because he's I know it's fan service and he's a big popular character but he always worked well as this weird outside thing that popped in occasionally and messed with stuff look I grew up during the Wolverine era mm. Wolverine was in everything saturation you just couldn't turn your head for Wolverine and I was a huge Wolverine fan listen bub I'm going in every comic deal with it oh, that wasn't great I mean, it was good impression, but I thought it was going to be funnier. No, I, I didn't have <laughs> didn't have a lot to go on. I was thinking when I said he couldn't turn your head for Wolverine, it was because of his big his spiky big, headpiece. His, uh, his hair antlers. The other thing that was worth saying was... Um, no, nothing really. Um, yeah, the, we've got nothing. Yeah. Zazie Beats. We saw her in the trailer. She pops up. Yeah. She's looking good. I can't remember if she was from Atlanta or from the TV show Atlanta. <laughs> she's from the TV show Atlanta, but she's possibly from Atlanta in the thing, though doubtful. And Negasonic Teenage Warhead is she's back. She's back. Yeah. Sinead O'Connor. She's, well, she's grown her hair now. Oh, is she? Uh, she's grown, oh, her, yeah, she's grown yeah. her hair and she has a dark lipstick and she looks quite attractive. Mm. Settle down. I'm settled. Settle down. Look, he's, se- he's gripping the sides of the table here, ladies and gentlemen. It's actually shaking. It's going to show up on the, the recording. Like a, Bruce, so like a Bruce just, Banner. Like a Bruce Banner. Are you looking forward to Deadpool? Yes. I am. Me I really, too. I really enjoyed the first one. No cable. In the trailer. Mm. Mm. There was a big painting of him. Mm. But uh, no sign of him. I do believe he'll be making... Josh Brolin is, is working hard on the... The campaign end of things like he's his Instagram account is showing lots of behind the scene he re- he met Lee Field um, and Rob Lee Field was really excited he goes I met my creation in person and I was like oh, no you didn't you met a better version of him that is <laughs> egregiously steroid ridden oh handbags um, I, now hold on a second <laughs> hold on a second have you seen pictures of Josh Brolin Josh Brolin is a he's tanked out yeah this he's one. a post 50 year old man he's ripped yeah there are lots of steroids involved there yeah, let's fair. just get that out there I'd say his wife's not complaining though well doesn't it shrivel your penis depends on the steroids I guess I don't, uh, I don't know much about the yeah, world you're, you're the man to ask about I'm the man to ask about steroids <laughs> oh shriveled penises bring uh, my whole past into disrepute here no my penis was this size from the start <laughs> I bet you I bet you he has a very spotty back. <laughs> bet you does. That's how you. That's how, that's you, know. how you know. That's one of the ways you show know. Show your back there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't actually show it to you. It's very hairy. 
Why is your back so hairy? No, it's just a very hairy man. Yeah, apparently. It's like a hairy pair of angel wings. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like, no spots though, ladies and gentlemen. No, so I'm all right. career is intact and untouched. So, let's move on. Uh, by the way, the reason I should probably explain why I asked you about steroid use. Mick works in a field that occasionally is sullied by, by accusations of, of steroid abuse. Do I? MMA? Oh, we're, uh, oh okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I wasn't talking about our, our capacity. No, that would be <laughs> weird. a lot of steroids in our capacity. Okay, let's move on. Anyway, yes, Josh Brolin, definitely steroids for sure. Uh, Josh <laughs> Brolin, steroids for sure. Chris Hemsworth, steroids for sure. Chris Evans, oh, for no. sure. Jason Momoa. They never. Yeah, no doubt. Why, why no doubt? You, you do, uh, just like Gwen Stefani what's <laughs> I, I did actually yeah. yeah she was amazing still is um, what's his name Chris Pratt for sure Pratt you just don't get that big that easily and that no, quickly and that quickly at that age actually like Hemsworth the Chris's might not be they're big they're big dudes but yeah like Brolin that age Jackman Jackman Jacked man. Yeah, he's it's like it's it's not normal. Anyway, mm. let's move on. Ben. Yes. We're going to move on to our, our famous segments, Ben's blind reviews. Ben's blind reviews. Or reviews of a thing by a man who hasn't seen a thing. Uh, what did you think of the plot of Justice League? Well, well, do you want to hear about the box office first? Go on, give me the breakdown. Uh, this will guide my. Yeah. Well, first of all, not good. Good. Yeah. Well, oh. Well, I'm delighted about that. I'm going to oh, stop making a, them. That's a bit petty. No, I, I, I don't mean it in a vindictive way, but it might teach them to stop making those films. Oh. Because right now, Warner Brothers works off the model of, it's making us money. Screw it. Yeah. And it's it, not a good model. It might partially be because Warner Brothers aren't DC. Yeah. You know suppose. what I mean? They own the rights. They own the rights, not. but they're not DC. Yeah, so it's a bit of a... Fox, Marvel, yeah, debacle. Yeah, so um, allegedly, three hundred million to produce. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That is a ton of money. Uh, a, a large part of it because of reshoots. The famous mustache. Yeah, what was that, Bill? Yeah, have you not? Have we not There's talked about a this CGI before? controversy regarding the mus- so, mustache? So, um, Henry Cavill was Superman mm-hmm. and he seems to have filmed Batman Superman no not Batman Superman Justice League uh, and his character wears the black suit because mm. he, he didn't he he, uh, he he teased that a while ago it's his death suit yeah exactly and he's a dark scary Superman who comes back and has to be brought back to the light but then they did reshoots mm. and decided that's not great is it we'll just make him nice the whole time that's so better. his contract obviously had a clause saying he has to come back for reshoots if we need to do reshoots naturally but in the meanwhile he has gone on to be in Mission Impossible 6 I think 6? I think it's 6 9? no I think it's oh, okay. 6 so in that he's the bad guy and he's English so he has a moustache a moustache a moustache which is how it's pronounced in Ireland a moustache and no, it's not. it is and his moustache was the source of a legal dispute between Warner Brothers and Paramount. Paramount oh, are the producers okay. of, of uh, Mission Impossible 6. And Warner Brothers says he has to shave the moustache. Superman can't have a moustache. Which is fair. Which is fair enough. And um, Paramount said, well, it doesn't say that in the contract. And our contract says he must have a moustache. So instead of oh, no. CG originally oh, no. originally apparently Warner Brothers were going to pay to CG the moustache in to Mission Impossible 6 what? But, but Paramount said no so instead he filmed the scenes the Superman scenes uh-huh. in in Justice League uh-huh. and it seems like almost all of the surviving scenes are reshoots are reshoots of Superman oh god are reshoots with the moustache and dots on his face to CG out the moustache. I'm sticking with this moustache thing, by the way. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> so it's all right. He has. Our listeners, I'll, he's I'll... essentially his face is computer animated. That's not great, is it? It's noticeable. I don't know how noticeable it is. If someone you... who hasn't seen the, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if you would have noticed it. It's not that noticeable, actually. Um, 
But uh, I don't know how noticeable it would be to someone who hasn't been following the story of Mustache Gate mm-hmm. for okay. the last year. Fair enough. But I've been following it with a with a, a kind a, of a, relish, a kind of glee and trepidation that they were spending so much money. It's ridiculous. CGing it's out just a mustache. So stupid. I know. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't fit with these movies, man. Before I go into my blind review, your blind review, Ben's blind reviews. Uh, did you see the first image of Deathstroke? Well, I saw the movie, didn't I, Ben? Oh, is he in the movie? Well, isn't he? Didn't you? Didn't what? What do you think? It's a blind review, Mick. <laughs> uh, are we doing spoilers? I suppose um, spoilers. But you did spoilers. I just said, have you seen the first image? No, he said he put an image out of himself. Non, like it's just the basic costume. He's in a dressing room. Joe Mangliano. Yeah, mm. showing you the armor and the the thing. Well, okay, look, you, you've already you've, you've you've cracked this egg anyway. Shit. It's the post credit scene. Oh, boo. The post-credit scene is uh, Lex Luthor and Deathstroke meeting to form a league of their own. A league league of doom, perhaps. Ooh. Mm. Um, Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I I thought it looked very cheap, but that was just me. The movie? No, the costume. Oh, the costume? It looked like a CW costume. Look. awful. uh, The CW costumes are usually leathery. They are. Uh, the the movie costumes are more plasticky or metally mm, because like because leather is much cheaper than three D printing costumes. Uh, ah. But I don't dislike the CW costumes. The Supergirl costume is excellent. The Deathstroke one wasn't bad. The Deathstroke one is uh, the Deathstroke one in the CW is BMX armor. Essentially, mm. it, I mean it's fine. Deathstroke is an easy enough costume to get away with if you get the helmet right. He's a pretty good Deathstroke, though the actor, Manu Bennett. Is that who he is? Manu Bennett from Spartacus. Ah. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Manu, no, Manu Bennett is a hero of mine. Uh, I think he's the only person I consider a hero because you know I don't like hero worship. Yeah, you don't. But um, <laughs> says this, the man who reads comics. I know this is this is quite rambling. Um, uh, I watched so, Spartacus. I love Spartacus. Uh-huh. Uh, because you love Manu Bennett. Uh, mostly. Yeah. But there's lots of great characters in Spartacus. Watch Spartacus. It's brilliant. Okay. Uh, the whole thing. Just okay. watch the whole thing. It's great from start okay. to finish. The pilot episode is weak. But after that. But after that, it is just truly spectacular. Anyway, Manu Bennett uh, played uh, Crixus in Spartacus. Mm-hmm. And Crixus is based on a real person. Okay. And Manu Bennett in in movies he's a kind of action star and he's a badass and in real life he's a little bit soft and a little bit mad and oh really yeah he gave a great interview and he said what was it like to play such a popular character and his response the first thing he said in the response was well first of all I'd like to thank the real Crixus <laughs> It's like a 2,000 year old slave leader. Dear God. <laughs> he just, with complete sincerity, said, We wouldn't be here without the real Crixus. Brilliant. He's, a, he's an absolute so hero. He's a special kind of man. He punched a man uh, for insulting his wife when she had cancer. That's. I, I'm not. At a fan, I don't, con- at a fan convention. I don't condone violence. No, I do. But to be fair, yeah. if a twat comes up and insults your wife while she has cancer. Yeah. He's going to get a sock in the jaw. I think... That's not cool, man. The, I think the only advantage Joe Mangliano has over Manu Bennett is height. Yeah, he's much bigger. Uh, I don't know if Manu Bennett's that tall. He's probably Hollywood six foot, which is in real life about 5'8". Five five eight. Eight. Um, Me. Yeah. Moi. You're, you're, you'd be a giant in Hollywood. I would. Um, Tremendous. Carrying Tom Cruise around in your pocket. I'm Tom. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Let's film. Um, right, so kind of, yeah, but they both look good. I think it's a Deathstroke. It's a, yeah. it's an easy, it's okay. an easy enough thing. It's it's like it's a realistic. He's getting his own movie. Is he? Yeah, that's the big news. Oh, is that? He's to be. He's to be getting his own title. There's there's they? debate of him getting his own. Why are they giving him his own bloody movie? Why did they give Suicide Squad its own bloody movie? Well, these are questions that keep me awake at night. Well, I can answer the second one because he was keeping up with Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy, and they took a team that was kind of obscure, and they decided to make it into a moneymaker. No. Oh. Eight hundred million dollars. <laughs> is why they 
gave Suicide movie, Squad a movie of its own. Did it make $800 million? Well, it took in $800 million. Probably cost about 150 That's not bad, though. And then probably 100 to 150 on promotion. Is that good or bad? I don't know the no- I don't get what's good. Well, like a big movie, uh, promoting a huge international mm. movie would be 150 million. <clears throat> okay. And 150 million to make a movie is about average for a bigger end blockbuster. Okay. Uh, Justice League, by comparison, costs about 300 million. <sighs> it's all up there on screen, though. <laughs> Not a shit. Um, <laughs> Uh, and 150 million let's say on promotion mm. so they're looking at about 750 million to turn a profit good good um, so they were projected their domestic opening was projected in the 110 to 120 million range yeah. uh, by comparison Thor Ragnarok made 135 so God, Wonder Woman that made 109. That a girl. But Wonder Woman then took off better. Okay. Uh, it made 96. Ooh! 96. That's a whooping. It is a, a whooping. A box office whooping. It is by far wow. the lowest. That's insane. Domestic, you know, we hate that term here, mm. but by far the lowest domestic opening for a DC movie. Yeah. That's Justice League, man. That's amazing. It's the Justice I'm League. I'm so happy. Um, it did a little bit better internationally, but still missed its projections. So it's a case of, is it going to break even or not? I'm so happy. Well, what did you like and dislike about it? Uh, well, I mean, the first having, thing that having I, not seen it, the first thing that I really liked was the the uh, Bruce and Diana romantic subplot. Yeah, yeah, I really liked that. Really liked that. That was a real um, shaking of the hand to the original Justice League cartoon. Um, there's a huge uh, cult well, on, support of I'm going to stop you there for Sorry, a second. Sorry, not the original Justice League. No, no, no. That's, Damn not, it. that's not what I'm stopping you oh, about. Oh, I'm stopping oh. you about the term a shaking of the hand. <laughs> right, yes, what does that mean? Not real. <laughs> Tipping of the cap. Would that be better? <laughs> Tip of the cap. Not of the head. To um, to the original romantic subplot in the Justice, the Bruce Team Justice League cartoon. Ah. Um, because Batman and Diana were well flirty. Mm. And there's a big cult following of that. There's a lot of shipping, yeah, that goes on uh, between those two. Yeah, I I would um, ship that. Yeah, I can't help but imagine that Batman would end up with a broken pelvis. That's that's all I think of. Death by Snoo Snoo. <laughs> that's Very all good. I can see. That's creature on uh, But uh, that's a couple of layers of pop culture reference there. Um, I think she has it in her to be gentle. So <laughs> yeah, what fun is that for her? I think. Well, Steve Trevor probably taught her some he, he things. Was, he was probably gentle, wasn't he? Yeah, Steve, the old gent. Yeah. Did they do it? They, oh, they did. They had the... Well, the light goes down in the little French... Oh, they dance, attic. don't they? And yeah, the, the, the little French, light yeah. goes down. I'd say you'd like that, wouldn't you? At an L-soft dance in a, soft a, a, dance in a, the lights. In a foreign attic somewhere. <laughs> Someone dimming the lights down. <laughs> Nail on the head. <laughs> I live for those moments. Um, so, uh, I like that subplot. I like the cyborg chip on his shoulder. Oh, yeah. Um, Character-driven thing. Just why, just why didn't you let me die? Yeah. I like the I shouldn't be alive survivor's guilt thing. Mm. Um, I like the sarcastic Alfred quips. Mm. I liked the... Um, what was your favourite uh, sarcastic Alfred quip? Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> do I know you? <laughs> Gonna, good, yeah. It's from the trailer. I, I lied. I haven't seen it. Look, um, hold on. I'm going to interrupt you there ooh, for a second. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Things in the trailer aren't in the bloody film. I guess that. Like ninety percent of that trailer isn't in the film. Um, the last thing uh, that I really enjoyed, the thing that I, I really loved about the film, is how Superman comes in at the end and makes all the other characters moot. <laughs> Have you read a review? No. <laughs> is this genuinely a guess? This is genuinely a guess. Brilliant. Yeah, that, that, was that right? Yeah, pretty much. I knew it was fucking right. <laughs> I knew it. I knew they were going to do that. That is so annoying. That's pretty much it. Did I get it? Yes, bang on. Ben's blind reviews. I might have to retract every now and then, but God damn it if I can't see this shit coming. That um, was off. Oh, no, don't tell me that's the, that. Is that it? That's pretty much it, yeah. You pretty much hit the nail on the head there. Are you kidding? Yeah, pretty, pretty, 10 out of 10. Um, you didn't get anything wrong. There's, not a, there's not a lot of Alfred. 
I think a lot of Alfred might have been cut. cut. Uh, the only Alfred quip that survives is um, uh, the it makes me miss when our biggest worry was wind up penguins. So they're referencing Tim Burton Batman. Yeah, I think yeah. Isn't that good? Anyway, sake. Well, no, this Batman has been active for 20 years, remember? So he's yeah, he's Dark Knight Batman, Batman, but it's kind of... Um, oh! Actually... So f- you're, you're right about the romance. Okay. Was um, I right? Yeah. So... That was, that was all you. That was my stomach. That was, that was <laughs> big stomach. That was my stomach. He's hungry. Um, there is a romance plot. Mm. It's very light. It's just barely touched light, upon. Light and breezy. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cyborg does definitely have survivor's guilt. Good, good. Um... What else did you say? Uh, quippy, sassy quippy Alfred. Alfred. Yeah, there's a bit. I, of that, I that didn't too. get around to it, but comic but yeah, relief, Mamma. A little bit, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. and uh, I can't do the voice. You do the voice. <gasps> Woo! Yeah, my man, my man. Um, my lord. He he's pretty good, actually. Um, he would be though he's playing himself on screen yeah. he's just being Jason Momoa it's in his contract Jason Momoa-ing about the place he ad-libbed the whole thing he, he genuinely thinks he's Aquaman but yeah you're right they, he, Superman does render basically the whole team null and void I knew they were going to do that do you know how I knew they were going to do that Man you, of Steel go on Man of Bloody Steel because he's just a Jesus archetype they just stuck him in. it happens to be Jesus with a cape and Y fronts Jesus had a cape yeah but it wasn't bright red it was purple. It was a purple cloak of, of civility. And yes. Um, no, I I guessed... Because the only reason that you would keep him such a secret is because it's a bit of a deus ex machina. And nobody likes... Nobody likes to equate Superman with Jesus and God quite as much as bloody... What's his name? Goyer? David, David Goyer? Goyer. Yeah. Did he I write know, it? No, he didn't have much... He didn't have as much to do with it. But... He like they just obviously loved that. But I knew they were going. Oh, well, to be so fair, they did go easy on the messianic. Oh, good uh, imagery. Oh. He doesn't descend down from the heavens on a shaft of light or anything. Oh, good. Because <laughs> he did that in he did Batman know. versus Superman. He has that moment where the crowd is reaching up to him, and he's like, and he did it in Man of Steel as well when yeah, he's he in space and he falls backwards yeah. in a cross position. In a cross position. They love an old space Jesus. Oops. Um, so I got right today. Pretty much, yeah. That's disappointing. Um, yeah. Look, we're going to do a review. Well, you're not because you haven't seen it, but I'm going to do a review. Yeah, we're going to have a guest speaker. Guest speaker. Mm. It's not your biggest fan. No. <laughs> Noted internet troll. Yeah. Um, That's all right. So, yeah. Um, doesn't look good for Justice League. Good. Uh, they might just about make their money back. Dicks. Um, they are... They are... Uh, hoping to make their money back it, it could go either way at this stage tossers um, right well that's your opinion obviously on that clearly <laughs> but judging from the fact that I could piece their plot together it's a really bad movie because I'm not that smart um, well you didn't actually tell us the plot oh, I, Steppenwolf one failure subsequent bonding take on the team second failure almost failure finished off by Superman pretty much yeah me on the head <laughs> uh, let's talk about something else yeah please what did you think of Punisher Punisher yes well well Punisher yes. is by far one of the series of this year <laughs> <laughs> that's very good you haven't used any adjectives <laughs> you haven't used a positive one or a negative one you've just said it's one of the series of this year um, I like the military theme right I like the the subtle lower key so Marvel expanded universes <laughs> um, I like um, his kind of struggle with his military past and the subtle mm. commentary it makes on how soldiers are left after war yeah not subtle um, <laughs> that's what I said not yeah, subtle not you probably subtle. didn't hear it on the mic it's New a mic. slight blip yeah. um, <laughs> not so subtle commentary on veterans yeah. and the suffering that they go through and how America treats its soldiers as a military industrial complex let's talk about it from this perspective of not being Americans for it a second, really sing true. <laughs> no, let, let me or explain. ring true. Should I say? Let me explain for a second. Up my yeah, you're not. Did you did you leave your idioms in Europe? I, did bumped, you? I bumped my head on a on a bar table in Prague. You bumped your head on the attic roof, <laughs> <in the laughs> little French room. Because you 
Because you turned the lantern a too low. Too low. <laughs> Clocked my head. <laughs> Didn't even get me. Just passed out on the floor. Woke up then the next morning with a with a Moroccan standing over my you. My passport guy. was gone. Yeah, a Moroccan Ben because the guy in Wonder Woman is Moroccan. Yeah, Not he's nice, nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. It wasn't a racist comment. Did he die? Of old age. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe in a subsequent adventure. Hopefully, you live, we live in hope. And that Scottish stereotype. He died. Oh, Justice yeah. League. What did you think of uh, oh. of Steppenwolf being an Irishman's boss? Um, very silly covering of his accent, really, wasn't it? Didn't, no, they didn't. Didn't manage it too well. He plays it as a Space Liam Neeson. Space Liam Neeson. That's pretty much it. Now, wow. say that, right? Yeah. But now, imagine you're telling me that the Muggler boxes are going to unite to change Earth into Apocalypse. <coughs> The mother boxes are going to unite and bring the earth together. And then my Lord Darkseid will come down and you will all suffer. That's pretty much it, yep. Yeah. Uh, now, Kieran Hines knows, knows, uh, what's his name? Liam Neeson. And they're from the same area. Drinking so boys. it's not that weird. But uh, it's weird seeing, hearing that accent coming from a giant grey CG goat man. Give me back my mother box. And that'll be the end of it. Oh, very good. But if you don't, yeah. I will use a very particular set of power demons oh, very good. accumulated over a series of eons in space cosmos. Space cosmos. <laughs> I will find you, and I will conquer your planet. That's pretty good. Yeah, there we go. So what's space cosmos? <laughs> uh, well, it's a combination, Michael. <laughs> All right, Punisher. Yes. Tell me more. So look, is it hard for Americans? Because Americans are the primary audience for this thing. Yeah, well, I mean, it's speaking to a very niche group. Well, uh, it's not really, is it? It used to. Oh, no, that's not what I mean. Um, Is it hard... Bear with me for a second. You're going to have to bear with me. Sure, sure, sure. Is it hard for Americans, as a group, as a society, as a culture, to enjoy a TV show about a mentally damaged white man who goes on rampages with automatic weapons killing Ooh. people this would explain the Atlantic article headline I didn't read it but I saw it which was wrong series wrong time exactly um, do you agree with that Ben that it's difficult to watch no that it's difficult for Americans to watch I think it's difficult for Americans to watch anything that criticises military uh, mm. armed forces I think I think um, to not support the troops mm-hmm. or to say anything negative about the troops is not to support the troops and that's akin to a kind of national low-level treason. I, I think Americans are... I think you have to support the troops. You have to Even drunk. when you hear anti-war rhetoric mm-hmm. at rallies and things like that or stuff like that, no one ever comes troops. after the troops. Mm. They come after the notion. But you don't take on the troops because the troops are out there laying down their lives. Mm. And by the way, I'm not being sarcastic when I say that. The people that fight in wars and stuff like that are... You're doing your sarcastic face, though. I'm not. You are. This is the table gripping comment from earlier. (laughs) You just took that painfully. Um, I'm not saying that. It is quite a difficult thing for a soldier to do, but I think making any kind of comment about America's armed forces Mm -hmm. is dangerous. Here's the thing, though. We're not even talking about armed forces. We're talking about... A white man who goes around shooting people. Exactly. Look, we live in Ireland. We do. We culturally aren't exposed to guns really unless you count the troubles yeah I wasn't alive then I was alive but they never influenced me and I am 35 there you go they, they, they had no impact on my life there you go um, even with the troubles mm-hmm. it was very localised I that's my stomach is that your stomach <laughs> that's I thought it was a stomach. fly I thought <laughs> a fly had broken in <laughs> my stomach um, yeah sorry keep going I have seen very few guns in my life. Fair enough. I have I've seen these two. He just pointed to his biceps. Yeah, them are guns. Uh, I've fired a shotgun. Ooh. And I've done that. Yeah, and mm. I've fired a pistol. Mm. Didn't like it. No, it's, I mean, to me, it just seemed wasteful. Mm. I was counting the cost of the cartridges <laughs> when I was firing them. Like, you, that was a you, euro. You know how to live, don't you? Yeah, you I live wild. Look, that's why I can't go paintballing. When you get freaked out. Ten on the foot. Ten the foot. Why why not just go into a forest with a bunch of change and throw it at each other? So expensive. Anyway, we don't have a gun culture. 
I wanted to back this up before I said it, so I, I did some research. Good. We actually have in the Republic of Ireland a slightly higher than you would expect firearms murder rate per capita. Oh. But because we have two families who are... Who are currently engaged in gang warfare. There's a gang warfare thing and our population is very low. So even though we've had... There have been 30-odd shootings in this gang warfare Mm. uh, with our exceedingly low population... That starts to stack up. It stacks up. There's a correlation. Um, We have like double the gun murders for something ourselves. Per population of the UK. Ah. Which double of something very low is still very low. Mm. So anyway, just to clear up any potential hypocrisy. Sure. uh, I've never seen an automatic weapon in Ireland. Have you? No. No. So I've not been looking. We've never had a mass shooting. Other than bloody Sunday, bloody Sunday, but that's a whole, a whole. No, thing. that's a whole can of worms. Whole we're not going. Things. No, we're not doing that. Um, so we we've never had a, a, a madman or a terrorist. Well, mm. we've never had a madman. We've never had a domestic terrorist. We've never had a madman take a gun because he was aggrieved of something and go to a public place and randomly shoot up people. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. We don't have mass killings. It doesn't happen here. as a rule. Uh, Possibly because of our different gun culture or just, I don't know, different mental health. Less access to guns. Leads to less egregious people who think it's an option. Right. So for us, as Irish people, it's very easy to watch The Punisher Punisher. and just see it as an escapist, hyper-violent fantasy. It's bringing a hyper-violent character to life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that's how I saw it. I didn't read any reviews or watch any opinions about it before I watched it. Um, I really enjoyed it. Okay. He, he's a superhero whose superpower is guns. Fair. Like, he kills a lot of people. He, yeah, that's kind of what he does. Like, so does Tony Stark. Yeah, he vaporises people. He, like, when Tony Stark shoots a terrorist into the side of a building with a hand laser, that guy's not getting up and walking away. He's no, dead. It's, it's, yeah. When Tony Stark punches someone with the strength of that Iron Man suit... It's a blood balloon. Yeah. He's, they're dead people. Yeah. They're all dead. Compact they're just as dead. Yeah. But dead from a fictional thing. A so, fictional weapon. Yeah. So less... Dead. Dead. It's Emotionally. Yeah. To me, an assault weapon is almost as unreal as an Iron Man suit. It's very American to us. That's the thing. It's like a motif. Yeah, like if I see someone being killed with guns, I don't think I'm scared of going to university tomorrow in case someone comes with an assault rifle. And reenacts the Punisher. Not even reenacts the Punisher, but I mean, when I'm watching hyper-violent assault rifle drama on TV, I'm not thinking this could happen in my university. Oh, this this takes on a whole new meaning. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it just doesn't come up. Yeah. So... So it's easier for us to watch than it is for people who have actual experience, not necessarily on a personal level, but on a, a national kind of cultural awareness level. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. so and it, that's by far the number one criticism of the show. In fact, I would say it's the only criticism I have of the show. It's Netflix, isn't it? So it's it's not going to be a bad superhero series. Well, there's Luke. There's Bloody Luke, Iron, Luke, Fist. Iron Fist. Bloody Iron Fist. But it seemed like a much more Jessica Jones style thing. It's bloody great. It's my it it's my favourite Netflix no. show. Just like that, Michael. Just like that. You're it's, so you're so fickle. I'm not that fickle. Yeah. No, my favourite film is still The Avengers. And we've had lots since Oh, it might be Thor Ragnarok. I saw Thor, Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok again. Yeah, of course you did. I went to see it on my own. Of course you did. <laughs> on a Wednesday. Of course you did. <laughs> it was great. It was still funny the second time. It was really funny. I went though uh I went on a rainy Wednesday. This is the rambliest podcast we've ever had. It's the worst thing we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's nearly over. I went on a rainy Wednesday, and um, I looked weird. It was raining. I was wearing a hoodie. Oh no! And a rain jacket, and a big bushy beard. And a big bushy beard. And I had uh, a bag, two bags with me, Dose. and my coke and my popcorn. And my bag of sweets, and I went in with it all, and I looked homeless. Did you look a bit like a shambly Bruce Willis from Unbreakable? A little bit, yeah. Mm. I looked, uh, I was told um, that I looked like a survivalist 
who'd come down from the mountains to see Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> um, but, and this is the best thing, I was the most normal-looking person in that screening of Thor Ragnarok. Well, <laughs> you know what's amazing, though, right? Mm. There were 20 people in the screening of at Thor Ragnarok at bloody quarter past one, two Wednesdays ago. That's not right. 20 people That's not at quarter past one That's on a Wednesday good. afternoon. That's yeah. really good, is yeah. what I'm saying. That's 200... They weren't the best people that we've ever had. <laughs> were they? Were they? Look well, me in the eye, my I was one of them. Yeah, two, that's, two, that's 200 euro. That's for 200 euro for the movie. Mm. Um, for a rainy screening. Thor Ragnarok's still doing solid business. It is. Now, it, it, it kept... What was the big one that opened up next to it? And it Justice League. Was it? Justice League is one, but there was another one as well. There was another big one that, that came out in between, and it didn't manage to make a chip on Thor Ragnarok. Uh, are you thinking of Murder on the Orient Express? That's it. You went a bit New Zealand there. That's <laughs> it. That's it. That's it. Um, Punisher's great. Watch Punisher. Yeah. Watch Punisher. Watch Punisher twice. Watch it once with my as an Irish person, mm-hmm. and then watch it again, imagining you're Brad. Brad from America. Yeah, I am Brad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, because it's an interesting conversation. Um, I would like to have a conversation. If if we have some American listeners, that's for sure. If you're if you're an American listener, let us know what you think. Even if you think we're being real dickheads and we don't understand it, please let us know that we're being real dickheads and that we don't understand it in a gentle way. Yeah, especially we're very sensitive here at the podcast. I'm not sensitive. You can insult me in any way. I'm I'm awfully. Awfully sensitive. It's so if you could just avoid it. Look, it's very good. It's okay, you, you I'll get, go check it out. Get on it. Get on the case. Get, get on it. Get. Um, what did you think of Runaways? I don't want to wait for my powers to develop. That's very good. Yeah, I've been sitting on that one for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I kind of think you're wrong, though. Um, I see your point. No, no. Um, look, obviously, yes. this is not like the comics. No, it is. Um, it is like the comics but what I mean by that is it's not as inherited a universe as the comic books the comic books were written by Joss Whedon no they weren't were they not it's not Joss Whedon Brian K. Vaughan the Brian K. Vaughan mm-hmm. I like Brian E. K. should have let you go with that yeah, shouldn't you I should've, <laughs> you should have snapped it away from me thanks for correcting me that saves me a retraction no damn it um, so Brian K. Vaughan wrote the comics and the comics were kind of a big hit huge for, hit uh, for Marvel uh, and then subsequent writers Kind of Tucked it all up. Yeah. Um, they, no, you can they, say you've got a few more left. Nah, I, I'm, we're going to try and avoid it from now on. Are we? I don't think we've had. I've only had, I've only had one in response to Justice League. Yeah. and how right I was. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, comics are great. Um, alternative children, different ethnic backgrounds, mm-hmm. um, all coming together, mm-hmm. fighting the man. Yeah. right around Civil War times, so there was plenty of angles to take that in. Super mm-hmm. power team of teenagers on the run. Yeah, team on the run. Um, yeah, so um, I'm on a big music kick today, apparently. Um, yeah, look, obviously, you're going to spend more time with the parents here. You have to make the connection between the parents and the children a little bit more realistic. Exactly. You have to you have to give that source of tension. You have mm-hmm. to make the eventual. Okay, uh, spoilers. There's a big twist coming. Um, oh, oh, right. Okay, this is a huge twist. It's not. No, no, I'm not going to go into doing it. the main twist. I'm not going to. No, I'm not going into it. Don't do the but, main twist. What's happening now, the mm-hmm. slow beginning... It's a very slow beginning. The slow right. beginning... Very slow beginning. ...is right. there to build that bond between children and parents. That oh. bond is to be essential. Wait, are you saying that the twist is that the parents are evil? Yeah. Oh, no, that's obvious. That's from the front Okay, episode. that's fine. I, I, no, I'm not going into the really big twist. Christ, no. Do you think the really big twist is going to be kept? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Okay, never mind. What does um, that mean? I did. I can't say it because it'll. Think, I can't. I can't verbalize it. We'll talk about it when the mic is off. Okay. Um, I don't know what that symbol was. Doesn't though. matter. It wasn't um, clear. Doesn't matter. Um, do uh, yeah. So I think that that's very important. I think it's interesting. Aging. What's the little one's name? Molly. Molly up a little bit. She's fifteen in this. Fifteen ish. Fifteen ish. Um, I think she's going to be central. I think the bond between Molly and Gertie. Is Gert. probably going to be enhanced a little bit in some way. Well, they're siblings now. Oh, they're siblings well, now. They're adopted siblings. Okay, there we go. Because that didn't make sense in the first one at all. She just kind of picked her up and put her under a wing for no mm-hmm. reason whatsoever. Um, I think. Uh, uh, 
Those are all my predictions. I'm Did out. you enjoy it more or less than Marvel's Inhumans? I wouldn't know. I didn't see it, Michael. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. Um, I enjoyed it more, definitely, having yeah, not seen it. Yeah, having not Marvel's seen it, it's fair. Look, it's pretty good. Um, yeah? It's Hulu. It's Hulu. Hulu. Obviously, oh my, I should have explained this. Um, so I flew, while you were on your jaunt around European attics, <laughs> I flew to America... That America. That America. And whilst in America, mm. first of all, I avoided any gun crime. Good man. Because I'm afraid of that. And I signed up for Hulu. And I watched the three episodes which were streamed on Hulu. And then I flew back home. Perfectly legally. Because that is the only way I could have legally seen this television program. Dope. So that's what I've done. Uh, so Disney, if you're listening, if you would like to reimburse those plane tickets, that would be... <laughs> that would be great. Fucking uh, excellent. <laughs> Make his significant other and two cats have not eaten. Yes, in I'm quite, a while. quite out of pocket. <laughs> I have the only thing I have in my pocket currently is Tom Cruise. Yeah. He's supposed to be in my pocket. You took up your, your tiny pocketed me. Tiny pocket man. So uh, yeah, there's more time with the parents. The parents are more developed. Oh, was it right? Yeah, you're right. Please. The parents are more developed. Uh, there, uh, Molly is older and she has a, a. I knew Molly was older from the trailer. Yeah, uh, she's also uh, Hispanic now. Uh, there's no, no harm there no, no harm no, no, harm. no I have harm, no problem no, with that no, it's fine, it's fine. It's it doesn't bother me at all um, look she's generically white in the comics like she, yeah she is um, it's, it's, it's very diverse mm. I mean there are six of them four, yes. four of them are girls only two are boys get in that was yeah. always the way no yeah but yeah. I, I hadn't noticed it until I saw it in real life I oh, never that's an interesting dynamic although I think that just means I don't see diversity Ben you don't want it or don't see it? No! <laughs> I'm doing my sarcastic face. Uh, of course. Um, yeah, uh, very racially diverse, very ethnically diverse, yeah, you, very, you gotta be. very sexually diverse. It's great. Um, you gotta be. The thing is... Anything interesting? It's a good show. They, it's, it's, I wouldn't say Dawson's Creek. It's more modern than Dawson's Creek. The, the closest thing I can compare it to is The O.C. The O.C.? I think I've been told by my significant other... That some of the OC people are involved in it. Trey OC. I don't know if it's the OC or that other one that's like the OC, the One, one Tree, Tree Hill. Hill. I've not really seen any of those things. You're probably okay. But there's always music, modern trendy music playing of in course. all the scenes. And um, one of the best things about it is how much time they're willing to spend with the characters. Oh, it's it. There's bloody Is it character-driven TV? You could almost say that. Oh, yes. can we have a little? Can we have a little, a little close bump? to the mic fist bump? Oh, I'm so um, happy! I'm going to watch this now. It's pretty. Like, I mean, it's not a stunning character work. It's uh, they're spending the same amount of time with the characters that an OC would. That's more than what most it's, superhero shows. Look at yeah. Do. Look, I know more about these characters after three episodes of this than I do about the Inhumans after eight episodes of the Inhumans. Mm. Except the Inhumans kept shouting their motivations. I want my hair back. Yeah, where's my king? I want to save Adelan. And then he vaporises it with his whisper. Oh, is that the Black Bolt? Yeah. Um, But it says a lot for the confidence they have in the script, mm -hmm. the confidence they have in the dialogue, the confidence they have in the young actors, although some of them are not that young. The girl who plays Nico Minoru. Mm Mm-hmm. 17-year-old character, 23-year-old actress. It's a bit of a, a discrepancy. Tip, typical Hollywood, though, isn't it? Typical bloody Hollywood. I have expected Luke Perry to appear <laughs> as a teen. Um, some some drawbacks, oh. uh, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And in you, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. coming back next week. looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. They're in space. Um, I don't care. Yeah, look, uh, we'll do a new segment. Me telling yeah. you about it. Um, it's probably better. Have I told you? Humans. Have I told you my theory about why Agents of Shield is going to be in space? No. I haven't seen you in a while. Um, so crossover? I think a- no, I think Agents of Shield is going into space. But I'll finish what I was saying about to be ready it. for Infinity War. To avoid Infinity War, I think Infinity War is going to affect Earth majorly. And if the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are off Earth, when it happens, they won't have to address it. So Phil Coulson won't return. Coulson. 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 Son of Cole. Uh, no, he's not. In the movies, he's dead. But that raises a lot of questions for how uh, Netflix and Hulu are going to deal with the... Because it's all extended to universe, isn't it? Yeah. So Punisher, for example, although they barely mention it, happens in the Marvel Cinematic mm-hmm. Universe how is Punisher season 2 
going to deal with the fact there has been a world changing event the incident too Punisher the series doesn't even mention the incident they good talk, they talk about 9-11 oh god mm. I, think I think that'll do it I have one more question what's for you what's your final question ways. is the set design better or worse than Inhumans oh sorry that's where I was going yes mm. like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Inhumans mm. the set design is 90% sorry not like those things on thingy runaways the set design is 95% real world oh good like they're just in school that's better they're in rich I people's don't, I don't, houses I'll take it I, yeah. don't, I don't care so there's a couple of there are, but, but the science fictiony bits I was saying this the other day to someone they all look you can say this for runaways inhumans agents of shield they all look first draft you know what I mean uh, yeah, the costume designer put them down in a sketchbook and someone's like that's fine that's that's fine it's po- like I mean there's that there's that possibility because it's time and money yeah yeah and this is Hollywood time is money let's, let's yeah, time is money baby let's get on with it show me the money or they don't have a Greg Park Andy Park Andy Park they don't have an Andy Park because it's TV and we they, all want an Andy Park I, I would love Andy Park to just come and live in this tiny room and I mean that seems a bit harsh on Andy but like we, look, we do I'd like him, him an awful lot I'd feed him there's cats yeah there's two cats he loves cats I assume hopefully yeah any good man does what was I saying <laughs> yeah so for example the spaceship in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. looks like a first draft of the Milano from Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. uh, the space mask of this guy in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. looks like a first draft of Star-Lord do we know who that is yet? no I don't. I think he's new. Um, I saw it. Like I was like, I looked at him. And I was just like, you look crap. It looks like a cheap Agents of Shield cosplay. Or sorry, Guardians. Look, my Guardians of the Galaxy helmet's better than yours. Yours is better. I like yours. Um, but there are one or two moments in Runaways which have science fictiony bits that look a bit first draft. Okay. That's the only thing I would complain about. I see. Uh, Runaways, watch it. Punisher, watch it. Justice League look I think you should go see it burn it with just, fire yeah just go see it just for the cultural significance of it but I mean it's not I hate know. completionist viewing it's not it's not about completionism uh, it's Justice League they've made, they've made a Justice League no, film they've, they've made, made a Justice they've League film they've made a film. new 52 film they've, not they've made, made a, a Justice League film no, no Green Lantern just, just say it yeah. oh my stop giving away end credit I scenes I didn't say anything stop it your look said it all your eyes said it all same <laughs> as always Right, that's us in the tiny room. Uh, yeah, tell us about the things. Uh, if you're an American, let us know below. Yeah, tell me if you ship Bruce and Diana. Bye.